Hello and welcome to the proper episode one of the Full Beam podcast, entitled A Lunchtime Chat. Uh, yeah, so the introductory episode went down very well with Sai. Quite excited about it, he said, like, let's go and do a proper one today. So we did, we went to the pub at lunchtime uh, and just talked about cars. Um, it's a bit rough, as you'd imagine. Um, I'm a bit muffled myself because I'm coming down with a cold and I didn't realise. Uh, it was also... We were mindful that there were people about, we didn't really want to interrupt on their leisure time, so we weren't as loud as we could have been. Just background noise, but bear with, you know, listen to it, it's worth listening to. For a first go, it's not bad at all, and we're quite pleased. Um, there's going to be another episode very shortly, hopefully before the next Grand Prix on Sunday. So, yeah, have a listen, hope you enjoy it. See you on the other side. Okay, right. I was thinking about this on the train coming into work. Yeah, a car. We're not doing the Grand Prix? No. Okay. A guilty pleasure. A car that you want to own. But do, do, you, do you just don't think that you could? And I don't mean like because I can't afford it. Or I just mean like if you had the money, is, is there a car that you want to just... Something that gives you that little bit of makes you go a bit giddy when you see one or whatever, or you want one. It's a, but it's, it's something you, you don't really want to admit to. Okay, that's that's, that's a that's a good question. Um, don't need to go first. Uh, yeah, you'll have to because I can't. Go on. I've got a guilty pleasure for a Nissan GTR. Oh yeah, yeah, I know you told that that before, didn't you? Yeah, and I've always put you off it. Yeah, and I, I see that. I, However. I've seen a couple lately, and they are—they are impressive when you go past you. <laughs> and they, they look powerful. Yeah, and again, I, I'm, I'm not a, I, to say I'm not a big Japanese car lover. It, you know, there are certain cars that I've always liked, Mitsubishi Evos and the, the first generation Subaru and Prezzas and, and all that kind of stuff. But now, I think it's more down to the age that I am. I think. Now I'm heading towards, you know, middle thirties, forties. Should I not be looking at Japanese cars with big wings on the back of them? And what's that? What she's going to do? With? I, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming it's like should I, should I not be buying like a, an M3 or an M4 instead of a, a GTR with a big wing on the back? Another one is a Ford Focus RS. I love. That's not a guilty pleasure, is it? I love the Ford Focus RS. Yeah, love it. So you should. How's that a guilty pleasure? Because they normally come in lime green with a black roof with a wing on the back. You get them um, grey now, can't you? Yeah, but do you want one in grey? Do you want to buy? I've seen, I've seen one in grey. Looks. I don't like grey. I've seen one in grey. Looks alright. What the lads at the club has has one. One of them want to take photos. Oh yeah. This is grey. Is that an S tier or an RS? RS. Is it? Yeah. No messing around, so um, I haven't seen a particular guilty pleasures. Okay, then go on. In. I'll try again. You give them one and don't say them until you go. I know what you're going to say. I've had and, and, and know what you're going to say. What? I know what you're going to say. Go on. No, it's French. A Citroen something. How is the Citroen DS a guilty pleasure? How is that a guilty pleasure? Because I'd rip you. I would, I would. That just shows the real foolishness, doesn't it? Okay, go on then. What's your guilty pleasure? A three-wheeler? No, 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 no. Um, a guilty pleasure... Uh, a soft-hot mini. Look, uh, I know I'm gay. I don't have to show to the world, do I? <laughs> um, 
I know, I know, I know, I know. First generation Beetle. Yeah, I, I do like them, but uh, practicalities of owning one of those. Okay then, okay then. What car do you like, but you'd be embarrassed to own? Embarrassed to own? A pink Micra. I don't like Micras, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, let me see, well, I know what I could say now, but I don't need to be embarrassed because you don't like them. Before I met you, I thought they were great, great cars. And you got <laughs> Go on, I'm thinking, well, any Skoda, really? Any Skoda. Any Skoda. That's all. An old one. A new one. Well, you're talking about, you would, you would have any Skoda across. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a Skoda Estelle. Right, okay. And let's be real. I do they wear very good rally cars in the time. Okay. Uh, so you're talking like an Octavia or a Kodak? Well, I've driven a Superb. Was it a Superb? No, I've driven an Octavia. That was that. It was great. Um, yeah, a Kodak. A Kodak. Is it a Kodak? Or, it's a Kodak. Kodak. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have one of those. Or a Yeti. A Yeti? Yeah. So I just think they're good, solid cars. And you're lying laughing at me. This is why I said it's guilty pleasure. Yeah, it, to be fair, um, I think there's nothing wrong with it. Let's go with the Yeti. <laughs> Each to their own now. Um, okay. Right, mate, so we wanted to ask each other questions to give the listeners a bit of background. So I'm going to ask you, because you've had loads of cars, what's the most disappointing car you've had? Oh, good question. It's not necessarily a bad car. No. Just one that really disappointed you. Are we talking because... Of its performance or its looks or it could be the general feel. Anything. Okay. Um, I would say uh, that the most disappointing car that I have owned is a Mazda RX-8. And you want to say that? Um, I don't know why, but go on. It, it, again, it's that Japanese itch that I just have to scratch. I, I'd never owned a, an Impreza or, or an Evo or anything like that, but... I thought I'd start with an RX-8, but that was, probably, that was most probably my first mistake because I didn't understand the uh, Wankel engine in either the RX-7 or the RX-8. And owning them is just such a faff. The amount of oil that they consume, um, short journeys. Um, if you go on a short journey and you turn the engine straight off, let's say you go to your local shop or the petrol station, and you turn the car straight off, it floods the engine. Totally floods the engine. Now, I never learnt my lesson, and I did this twice. Um, and the first time I did it, I'd only had it for like a week. And uh, we were living uh, in an apartment, and there was a, a special parking. Uh, so each uh, apartment had its own space. And I didn't like the thought of my new RX-8 being out on the road. So as soon as the space became available in the car park, I nipped out and moved the car off the road into the car parking space and turned the car straight off. And before I'd even left the car, my heart and my arse sank. No swearing on this podcast. Sorry, my bum. Um, and I knew what I'd done. I knew what I'd done. And then to make it worse and to compound it, I uh, start, tried to start it again. And it wouldn't start. It, it wouldn't, just wouldn't even turn over. And I went back into the apartment and I was like, I knew what I'd done. And I had to get somebody out to it straight away. And uh, they couldn't 
they couldn't sort it. So they ended up having to tow it down the road and have somebody sat in the RXA trying to turn the car over while it was being towed. That to basically rag start it is what the uh, mechanic called it. So it's a bit more than push start. Yeah. Uh, so we got it going. And then uh, from from that day, so a week into owning it, I, I was petrified of it. I, was, I wasn't petrified of the performance or the power or the speed. I was petrified of turning it off. Um, so that, that was really disappointing, just how complicated it was. Um, it, it, it revved to like 12, 13,000 RPM. And I was never really completely sold on the looks. The pillarless doors were brilliant. Um, but I always felt like felt like a bit of a wally in it. I don't right. re- I don't really think it suited me or I suited it. Mm. Um, and in the end, uh, it went again. It was never the same after the first time it was flooded. Uh, my confidence was completely knocked. I didn't use it. I didn't take it to work. Uh, and it ended up just sitting in the car park in the uh, in the apartment. And then my uh, old next door neighbour, Gary, knocked on the door one day with a thousand pounds in cash and said, I'll buy your RX-8 off you. And I said, deal. Shook his hand, took a thousand pounds off him. And then a week later, I watched him rag started down the road with How a mechanic. How much did it cost you to buy? Uh, it was, it was cheap. It was 4995 So you lost 4000 pounds? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You still thought that was worth it. Oh, I just wanted rid of it. I, just, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even want the key on my key ring. See, I think, I think, yeah, I can understand why you got it. They were quite exotic and sort of left field and out there. Yeah, and exactly, about. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think with Japanese sports cars, even the NX, NX5, which is a great car for you, even the NX5 and the Nissan, like you said before, with them, it's all or nothing. Yeah. And you've got to be loud and proud, and you've got to really love them. Yeah. There's no art measures. If, oh, yeah. if, you, if you're at all a bit like, oh, I don't want to be ever doing this, yeah, you've yeah, lost it. Yeah. There's, there's RX fan clubs and RX forums and this, that, and the other. You know, uh, it, but it just, it just wasn't me. The, the car itself was red, and the interior was red and black. It was a full leather Recaro interior, so the sports seats were fantastic in it, but it was a red car with a red and black interior. And I just don't think it was for me. I'd be less too young, man. Yeah. Right then, Al. As you can probably tell, or our listeners can tell, uh, we are currently listening to uh, a bit of a classic 10cc. So my question is, right, totally, without thinking, give me three, your top three driving songs. Songs or LPs? Oh, wow. Songs. Songs. She said LPs. Uh, for our listeners, I don't even know what LPs are. <laughs> so, for our <laughs> listeners, he's not that young. Um, long player. I'll be not CD, whatever you really call them. Top three. Days. Top three. Top three driving songs. Quick. Um, was that about Toto? Okay. Because I've been listening to Toto 4 lately and it's fantastic. Um, Heart of Stone by Jordan Jeremiah. I don't even know who that is. Oh my god, it's one of the best songs ever. Just, I could be wanting to jump off a 
material onto their live track and ended it all and put that on and it just saves the day. It's an amazing song. Not that it's uh, dramatic. I just had to be, I used to be dramatically overwhelmed with the song. Okay, number three. Um, do I have a song? Um, yeah, third one, and that's my favourite song probably ever, is um, Keep Moving by Madness. It wasn't a single. People don't know it, but it's my favourite song. I don't want to play that with you, do you? Yeah. Right. As I'm going through the curtains, because yeah. you keep keeping moving. I don't like it. Do you like it? I want something like Burn, Baby, Burn. Of the Scorferno? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, not on the cars, you go through the curtains? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about cars. Sorry, yeah, we, we digress. What's yours then? My top three. Yeah. Oh. You've had to tell me off for thinking too long. Okay. Um, Back in Black by ACDC. Oh, awesome. Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger. Okay. And most probably something by um, Lucky Chops. You can't sing along to that. No. You can't sing along to it. Mm, true, but yeah, it's more about it's more about the volume that I play. It By the me. way, listeners, if you've never heard Lucky Chops, go on Spotify and just listen to to them or Too Many Zoos. Yeah, absolutely. Um, YouTube, Spotify, your life will change. It will dramatically. Um, yeah, I think I think that's about it. I I like the the the, the rocky you know the, the rocky genre of music more. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Oh, Paradise by the Dashboard, Lights and What a Saturday, yes, I'm going for that, that's okay. it. Highway to Hell. Is it not nice and like I seen the girls bitten now? No. Back in Black, Hollywood Nights and um, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, I've nailed that. Very, very old selectionist for such a young man. But I'm impressed. What? Awesome. Uh, okay. Okay, so we spoke about guilty pleasures of cars, and yeah. you've asked me what the most disappointing car I've ever owned was. Yeah. Okay. What's the best car you've owned? Oh, the best car? Do you mean the, the best car or what I like the most? Is that all the same thing? No. So Do you mean technically the best? No. The car that you felt the best in, the car that you liked the most, the the, 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 the one that fulfilled you, should we say? Can I have two? Oh, come on. Okay, you can have two, but keep it brief, and okay. then I'll have two. Both Ford Mondeos. Oh. The first Ford Mondeo I had was an X-Switch, X47 GMB, remember it now. Um, because that was my first new car ever bought. It's an absolutely brand new car. No way. I just, I just felt like the king of it. It was only an LX. <laughs> you know, they had aircon. They had aircon wow. before. Did it have a CD? Yeah. Did it have a multi-changer in the booth? No, it didn't. It had, it had tape. Oh. It had tape, yeah, cassette. But this new car had aircon. I was just like, I loved myself with it. Other one was my last board, Mondeo. Okay. Um, it was the best car I've ever had. I remember, I remember driving it to the dealers to trade it in, and I knew it was going to get scrapped. And I was crying, I was driving it. <laughs> I was. I was saying goodbye to my car. That's another podcast. That 
relationship that you build with your car. Uh, I won't go into too much detail. No, you can't now. That, that's a whole new concept. I was terribly upset saying goodbye to that car. It was like putting down... The loyal family dog. It was like putting down a 30-year-old dog whose legs have got... Yeah. That's what it was like. I don't think you can be a true car lover if you don't have that relationship with your car. Oh, that car, man. Oh, I mean, I bought a second hand. But it was seven grand when I bought a second hand. It was um, an SCI uh, gear. So it was really nice inside. Nice. I had a six CD change, yeah. Um, at the time, you know, the name of the radio station came on. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. I know it's nothing now, no but way. back then it was good. Really big balls. Yeah. Um, it's just the most comfortable car, six, six gears. <laughs> six gears. Um, I've just looked the parts. It's this lovely, deep, deep green metallic colour. Okay. British like racing green. Like sort of emerald. Oh, that's not. Yeah. Okay. No, like sort of dark, British racing green. Okay. Metallic. Um, it was just beautiful. I just felt amazing driving it. There's 1.8 engine, so it was never. Never streamed, everything was just effortless to yeah. God, I love that car. Good lad. Nice. So your two favourite cars were two Ford Mondeos? Yeah, one because it was the first new car. Yeah. One because it was just the best car I've ever had. Brilliant. Not the best car I've driven, fab. The best car I've ever owned. Okay, I think that pretty much sums up our first podcast uh, for two reasons. Uh, we've run out of beer and we've run out of time on our lunch. Um, so just to let you guys know, that uh, for the next podcast we will be uh, reviewing uh, the F- the next F1 race. Where is the next F1 race on? Austria. Austria. Okay, so we'll be looking at the uh, F1 race. And give... the hills are alive, the <laughs> I hope to God there's an edit button on this, um, and we will also be looking at the BMW M Vision Next. I think I've got that right, or is it M Next Vision? But it's we'll the be... M8s. It's not the M8. It's it's the new. Um, prototype which is an all electric vehicle okay so as much as we're going to re- re- replace the i8 it's a cross between the 8s we'll talk we'll, we'll, we'll set the record straight on our next podcast um, and I think we'll also just give you guys a bit more background on what to expect in the uh, YouTube channel because I know I said in the introduction that we have got some really good cars lined up and we have, uh, we've, you know, we're hoping to link in with some local dealerships. Um, so, uh, yeah, oh, Bentley Soft Talk gone past. But anyway, guys, uh, until the next time, uh, this is uh, Al and Sai signing out. Thank you. Bye-bye.